Hello and Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! You're listening to Track by Track, the Trash Music Podcast, with me, Dan Bull, editor of Trash, which you can find at movetotrash.co.uk, and me, Wilwar, a music enthusiast and contributor to Trash. And on the turntable today, Christmas Day, it is, of course, Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey. Ah, oh, and there could be no more festive an album unless we did Michael Bublé at Christmas or whatever it's called. And I don't think we're going to be doing that one, are we, Will? No. No. Anyway, let's not be negative. It's Christmas Day. So and so we've got some bubbles. I'm just going to open them now, Dan, just to get going. Do you want orange juice in yours? Or no. Or do you just want to no, go no, straight no, no. to the chase? No, so. don't. Um, yeah, don't. Get that popped open. Oh, please. I just got to get the... Oh. <laughs> Quite a stiff one, that. <laughs> it's really... Oh, oh lovely. lovely. Let's just... Uh... And this isn't uh, one of Will's sound effects from his library. This is real champagne. What's... Well, that says Carver. It's actually a sparkling perry. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's just the oh. tree. Oh, yeah, right to the top for me. Thank you. Oh, no. Oh, Merry Christmas. Cheers, Will. Merry Christmas. Oh. Our second Christmas together as Track by Track. Can you believe it's been a year? So this time last year, we were talking about Phil Spector's Christmas album. And Christmas Eve, of course, we had to see his Christmas album. But this, Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas, turned 25 this year. And it really is. It's an iconic album, but also it has one of the most iconic Christmas songs of all time, doesn't it? Yes, and it was only a matter of time before we talked about it. Mm. But I think the Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey is going to be the backdrop to us talking about Christmas, I I expect, (laughs) more so than anything else today. But if you're listening on Christmas morning, uh, you would want to hear about uh, our Christmas, I'm sure. Yeah, and what have you got planned for today after we've shut up shop? Uh, Christmas dinner. Yeah. Uh, maybe a couple of couple of drinks first, a couple mm. of cocktails first. Well, more because you had that wasn't our first bottle today, so. Well, no, but I think things start off early on Christmas Day, don't they? Yeah, you it's just allowed. Keep, just keep going. And yeah. No. Uh, so Christmas dinner, got a lovely moist turkey on the go. Well, I hope it's going to be moist. Hope so. Have you been basting it? Yeah, relentlessly. Mm. And how's your nut roast? Uh, not quite as moist, I don't think. Um, but uh, I'll be sure to lubricate it with lashings of gravy. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Bisto. Well, Tesco. <laughs> and so, I've said it already. Christmas, Tesco. That's Spice Girls, Tesco, Christmas advert. Oh, girls, back together again for Christmas. Sitting by the fire, a nice roast turkey. I prefer beef. Oh, no, it's got to be goose. I want lobster. Lobster? Yeah. Could I have turkey? I want to have salmon. We're just going to have to shop for ourselves. It still, for me, is one of the best. What do you think about... So we're talking about Mariah today. What do you think about her Walkers adverts this year? It's the last bag. I saw them first. Uh, I don't think you did. I think I did. Didn't. Did. Didn't. Did. Didn't. Did. Didn't. Did. Did. Didn't. Thank you so much. Hilarious. I loved it. I mean, that came out, was it mid-October or early November? It came very early, didn't it? It was hilarious. I laughed out loud, which I think is great. I think she, I think she does have a good sense of humour if you follow her on Twitter. But what I found hilarious about it, which I found out a little bit later, is that, of course, her face is plastered over the Walker's Christmas packets, as Spice Girls were back in uh, 97 or 98. But it wasn't, and she's been paid, obviously, millions and millions for this advert. It wasn't even an, a, an exclusive photo shoot for the Walkers Crisps. It was an old 
Japanese version of a, one of her studio albums picture that they've used on these Walker's Chris packets. Oh, so dear. hilarious! <laughs> but uh, good for her, the Queen of Christmas, as uh, her fans like to call her. No, I think the Queen of Christmas would have to be Nigella Lawson. Really? Yeah, Nigella's Christmas. I bet she was up all night stuffing that turkey. I and I bet she'd uh, be looking directly at the camera while she was doing it. Mm. A little glimmer in her eye. Disgusting. So, Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Mariah Carey was born in either 1969 or 1970. <laughs> it's not clear. Uh, singer, songwriter, producer, uh, manager. She's been all things to all men and women mm-hmm. over the years. And this was her fourth studio album, Merry Christmas. And her first Christmas album, because there was another one, wasn't there? Uh, Chris- Merry Christmas 2, number 2, You, which was uh, about a decade ago or so. It's a shameless cash-in because she knew the first one did so well, mm. potentially. Mm. Uh, she has a five-octave vocal range. That's Just like you, Dan. Well, just one less than me, but I don't want to be showing on Christmas Day. No. Also, you uh, did hit it quite hard last night, so you're a little bit uh, uh, rough. I haven't warmed up yet, to be honest. No, you were drinking the Baileys till about 3am. Yeah. Well, the mint Baileys. Oh, Lovely. Speaking of which, are you going to be settling down to watch the Gavin and Stacey special later on? To be honest, I don't watch a lot of TV on Christmas Day. I normally like to catch up, so maybe not tonight. Yeah, it's family day, isn't it? Yeah, will you be watching it? No, not not live. No, catch up. Board games, that's what it's all about on Christmas Day for me. And um, I've got, I hope my sister doesn't listen to this until uh, later today. Uh, For Christmas, I bought her the Pictionary Air game, so we'll all be playing that later. Have you seen that? No. Pictionary, but you get a pen that you draw in the air, and if you're looking at it through a phone, it's sort of like AI or AR, so you can uh, hook it up to the TV and everyone can see what they're drawing, but the drawer can't actually see it in real life. Oh, give me Guess Who or Kaplunk any day. <laughs> or Mousetrap. <laughs> Is it Bernard? <laughs> Has he got a hat? So, side one, track one, let's kick off now uh, in a very nice way. Mm-hmm. This is Silent Night. Well, she certainly set out her stall on this European festive market. Yes, she's selling uh, wooden cuckoo clocks and um, scented candles. And small uh, little hedgehogs with your name imprinted (laughs) on them. And that's lovely. Uh, And who doesn't wish they'd be unwrapping one of those on Christmas morning? I hope hope you're looking forward to one because... uh, me, Cook and Cynthia put in for one for you, so... Oh, I've ruined it. Well, I did one in Xbox. Um, awkward. Hmm. Anyway, Silent Night there. Yeah. Probably one of the most iconic Christmas songs. Yes. And that was written by... You know, we'd like to talk about the writers whenever we talk about an album. Well, that was written by Franz Xaver Gruber. Can you tell us a little bit about Franz Xaver Gruber? <laughs> Franz... Uh... Franz, as I like to call him, he was an Austrian primary school teacher. Lovely. Uh, and he liked playing on an organ. Don't we all? Lovely at Christmas. Not while he was a school teacher. Uh, and Silent Night was one of his crowning glories. Uh, or was his crowning glory. Yes. Called Still Knocked. Uh, 
in German. You're more of a French guy yourself, aren't you? Yes, the German language is very harsh for mm. me, actually. Mm. Very but aggressive. Are you a fan of uh, carols yourself? And uh, if, if so, what's your favourite? I have to say it would be Joy to the World. Lovely. Oh, you might be in luck later. I think my favourite carol is probably Smiley, but I'd put Vorderman at a close second. Or uh, Carol Kirkland, who does the weather on the BBC Breakfast. I don't watch it. Oh, she's the one that did the, the sort of resting bitch face thing. The gift no, you send me a lot. No, no. no. Oh. Carol's Carol's like a breakfast TV legend. Oh, I don't I uh, don't really watch breakfast TV. I'm too busy working. Well, um, it's a lovely song. I love, as we mentioned last night, I was at Midnight Mass belting out carols. Uh, my favourite is. Um, What's that one? Oh, come, O ye faithful. Oh, come, O ye faithful. That's my favourite. Love a crescendo. Uh, and speaking of Midnight Mass, Dan, last time we spoke, we were recounting some of your previous misdemeanours. Mm-hmm. How was it last night? Well, I did wake up in the church this morning. Oh, no. I know. But thankfully... Not on the 27th like last time. No, because they were going to be doing the morning service in there. Yeah. Uh, it was just a shame that you fell asleep on the vicar's organ. <laughs> he must have felt... Dreadful about that. Well, no, he seemed fine by it, actually. Yeah, he's fine. So, what a beautiful start to the album with Silent Night there. Absolutely. Uh, track two now is very different, but just as much of a Christmas classic, I'd say. So this is track number two, All I Want For Christmas Is You. song really does need no introduction does it although i just did introduce it before it started it's a modern christmas classic isn't it it's, yeah it's been everywhere since probably mid-october yep and it's it's hard to believe really that in a way it's hard to believe it's 25 years old because you know that's a quarter of a century that's a long time it's still i guess regarded as kind of a newer christmas song when you think about slade and wizard and bing crosby and stuff like that but at the same time it really is it would not be christmas without that song and quite often when you see on um VH1 or whatever, the top 40 Christmas songs, that will be at the top, if not just below. And this was uh, co-written um, by Mariah alongside uh, Walter Afansif, who, who is a long-time uh, collaborator, co-worker, producer uh, of Mariah's. And as if this song wasn't enough, which is like a, a, a classic from the 90s, he also uh, produced My Heart Will Come On. By Celine Dion. Bloody hell. I know. So really has had his hand in all the big divas. Just just like Mariah, he's got a couple of big hits. <laughs> Justin Bieber did a version of this song. Yes, I was, yeah, it has been. Uh, there are, well, what's great about this song, I think, is that there are various versions and a lot of the big ones Mariah is still involved with. So Justin Bieber um, did a duet with Mariah of it. There's also the extra festive edition from her Merry Christmas to You album. Uh, uh, how is it extra festive? Well, do you want to hear a little bit? In fact, let's hear a little bit of the opening of it. Oh, 
there you go. It basically sounds like Disney produced uh, this new version of it. Can I just toss in a few other names of people who have performed this song? Yes. Shania Twain. Mm. Oh. John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Same difference. What? The same difference? Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, Fifth Harmony, Kelly Clarkson, uh, Kylie Minogue, Sarah Alto, Demi Lovato, Michael Bublé, of course, Jessica Mowboy, Alexandra Burke, uh, and my favourite... Samantha Mumba. Samantha Mumba. I didn't know I was going to say that. <laughs> I know how much you love her. I know how much it means to you. Well, um, I, I remember years ago, I got Now the Christmas album in, I think it was like early, really early 2000s. And the, obviously there's always different licensing agreements and things like that. So they didn't have on it. They had Slade, they had Wizard, they had Wham. No, they didn't have Wham. They had Band-Aid, but they didn't have the Mariah Carey version. So I had the Samantha Mumba version. And it also had the uh, Billy Piper version of Last Christmas, because they didn't get Wham. And it also had the Rona Keating version of Fairy Tale of New York. <laughs> is that was that John Newman or Cher? <laughs> and at current time of recording, this song is at number eight on the iTunes chart. Well, time of recording, it's Christmas Day. Surely it's number one. I'm just going to leave that there. Well, just to say, there was, because it's the 25th anniversary, there was a real push to get this to Christmas number one. So it was released on uh, seven inch vinyl and cassette single. So um, I can't believe people are still buying it and downloading it though. Who hasn't already got this song? I know. And you hear all sorts of numbers, but can you imagine the amount of money that Mariah Carey makes every single year from this song? Uh, and Walter, of course, as well. Um, and Walker's Crisps as well, of course. And Walker's. And uh, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Uh, so track number three now. Oh, holy <laughs> I feel exhausted after that. She was going up and down the octaves more than me going up and down the stepladder to my loft to get the Christmas decorations down. <laughs> You're still bringing them down today. I do have a lot at home. You do have a lot, but it's wonderfully decked out at yours, I have to say. It's fabulously festive. Very big tree. It's bigger than the Rockefeller tree, I think, yours. Yes, there's a small village in Devon that's missing its uh, town centre, village centre Christmas tree this year because we've installed it here. Sadly, you... Um... Can't fit into the room anymore because it's uh, overtaken by the tree, but it does look lovely. And I think you've got a small little nest of robins in there as well. Mind that cat. <laughs> Is there a parrot in there as well? Oh. No, um, I think I think it might be a cockatoo. You've had a cockatoo before, haven't you, Will? <laughs> <laughs> oh holy night there so another legendary christmas song actually i have to say i did say before i like oh come all you faithful but uh, it's oh holy night i think might be my favorite carol to not sing to listen to because it's a fantastic uh version it's quite difficult for me to pick a favorite of course we're talking about mariah today and this version is great i have to say the choir are fantastic mariah seems to lose her way a little bit she's not quite on the same uh, melody as they are, um, but she does 
trying her best. But I think one of my favourite versions from uh, the Pop Idol, the Xmas Factor album, is the Michelle McManus version. Ah, oh, Michelle. Michelle. So that was my first, I think that was probably my first introduction to that song, or certainly as a sort of a popular reworking, because everyone's done it, Christina's done it, and you you know, Kelly Clarkson, Leona, they've all done well, it. Oh, ever since then, you, you can't get enough of a holy night. <laughs> Quite right, too. Track number four now, this is Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. was Christmas Baby Please Come Home another kind of modern not overly modern it's from the 60s of course but like a, it's not a carol but it's a Christmas classic and it's been done not quite to death but uh, it's been done a lot this of course we talked about the original version of this song by Darling Love in our Christmas Day episode last year from the Phil Spector Christmas Gift to You album um, and what I like about that is the fact that Mariah Carey on All I Want For Christmas Is You was inspired by Phil Spector's Wall of Sound sound uh, so it's great that she's brought this version of the song in as well uh, what are your thoughts on that one it's do you know what that song when you read the title christmas baby please come home i always forget it's that song because the song you hear is so embedded in christmas yeah now that i don't associate it with the name and i have to say as well i said everyone's covered it and i was quite surprised recently um to find out that um steps have covered that song. They did it. They did. Do you remember when they first got back together and they did "Light Up the World," a mm. sort of winter-themed album, and they did it on there with H on lead vocals. But yeah, it's, it, Mariah Carey's done it. Darling Love's done it. You two have even covered that song. So it really is. No, it is. It was the only original song on the Phil Spector Christmas album, uh, and it clearly is heralded as a classic, just like all of those songs that they re-recorded on the Phil Spector album were heralded as classics. Track five now. This is "Miss You Most." At Christmas time. Most at Christmas time, and I can't get you, get you off my mind. Every other season comes along, and I'm alright, but then I miss you. Most oh, damn, it's not dry. Still, I need. Can I have a tissue, please? Just that's that's so somber, over the top. (laughs) (laughs) So this is one of three uh, original songs on the album written by uh, Mariah and Walter Afansif. Of course, all about for Christmas is you. This one, Mission Mister Christmas Time, and uh, one more to come. This I do remember actually when. Um, All I Went For Christmas Is You came out and it was on actually not the music I don't, we didn't have music channels back then we only had four channels on TV so I would see it on the chart show or whatever um, and this was another single so and the, the the video was the same sort of scenes as um, as All I Went For Christmas Is You the red suit the snow do you remember seeing this one and also do you remember the first time or do you think in 1994 you would have do you remember seeing All I Went For Christmas Is You 
I don't really remember it. It just feels like it's one of those songs that's always been around. Yeah. And certainly Miss You Most at Christmas time, I don't remember at all. Mm. It's a lovely song for all our boys and girls in the forces at Christmas <laughs> that we're not going to get to see. That's <laughs> um, coffee. That's <laughs> really lovely thought. I didn't think about it like mm. that. Yeah. The heroes. Yeah. Capris. <laughs> no, helpful. Oh, right. It's, Although, have uh, you seen the new, the crunchy bits that you can get in Heroes this year? Not to, not to be really superficial, but... Mm. Uh, yes. You're not a fan? No, love. Delicious. Yeah. Lovely. We've got celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was, yeah, that was the third single released. Um, clearly not, doesn't have the um, universal longevity of uh, All of Christmas Is You, but lovely... Uh, Mariah penned Christmas Ballad there. Track six now. This is... It's another classic. Joy to the world. Joy to the world The Lord is come Let Well, we certainly acted like we're in Sister Act there for <laughs> Joy to the World. That When I heard this song, first of all, which was a while ago now. <laughs> when it first came out. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go into more of a kind of gospel dance vibe. Mm. Do you know what it reminds me of? House Gospel Choir. I remember that wonderful brunch we had with them. <laughs> we were sat in the front row. <laughs> we were basically sat on the stage. Or like a judging panel watching them. Uh, and it was the exact moment our food turned up. <laughs> Wasn't it fun though? What a fun brunch. Um, and what a fun version of this classic song. So Joy to the World, uh, written, the words written at least, by Isaac Watts. Um, and this is originally was written in 1719 uh, and based on that classic, uh, ps- how do you say that, psalm? Psalm. Psalm. Psalm 98, verse 4, which uh, we've referenced quite a few times on the podcast. Because <laughs> we're deeply religious. Yes. I, I love this version of it. I think it's great. I think it's uh, very... Um, when it first starts, I, I think you kind of think, oh, she's doing another carol, like like a Christmas carol. But yeah, mm-hmm. it gets into it and it's, uh, it's great. Love it. It kicks off a little bit, doesn't mm. it? Lovely. On to track seven now. Uh, and this is uh, Jesus... Born on this day. Day a child is born on earth. Day a child is born on earth. Today the glory of God shines everywhere for all of the world. Oh Jesus, born on this day. So that was Jesus born on this day what I really like about this one actually is not it's you know by no if you think about the songs and the music that we talk about on this podcast it's by no means our usual cup of tea but what I do like and respect about this is that following joy to the world and some of the other more traditional hymns that are going to come later it fits the bill it fits in with them perfectly but this was actually written by uh, Mariah Carey and Walter Afonso 
So it's an original Christmas song. Yes. What a great time to talk about the fantastic artwork on this album. Okay. Uh, so it's Mariah uh, in her younger years. She's wearing a Christmas cat suit uh, with a lovely fur trim to it. Uh, and you've got Mariah Carey, Merry Christmas. So the M and the C uh, make Mariah Carey, but they also make Merry Christmas. But yeah, MC. MC. Uh, and it's in a lovely uh, font watch. It's in a lovely kind of uh, almost like uh, olden time style. Mm. It's an iconic Christmas album cover, isn't it? And there have been... Christmas albums are a funny thing because they... Not everyone does one. You know, if you think recently we've seen Kylie do one, but not until kind of 30 years or whatever into her career. Robbie Williams did one this year. He's obviously about 30 years into his career or so. Um but in America, I think it's a much bigger thing. I think Backstreet Boys did one, Hanson did one, NSYNC did one. It's just the norm. So it's quite interesting that this one became one that was known around the world. Um, but also this, and that, because of that, this cover is iconic. I have to say, I saw this album, the record, for uh, about eleven ninety nine in FOP the other day. Vinyl? Vinyl. And I don't know why I didn't buy it, because as uh, regular listeners will know, I've got those... Uh, record frames that are interchangeable just pop them open play the record or change them out and at Christmas I always put my Christmas albums in there so oh that would have been lovely got Phil Spector yeah. in there I've got uh, Bing Crosby in there I've got Sia in there and this year a new one the Home Alone score oh. but I would have I would have put Mariah in I would have swapped out maybe Bing Crosby sorry Bing track number 8 now we're going to raise raise the tempo. Oh, you've done, done your hand thing as well there. It's lovely for Christmas uh, Day. This is Santa Claus is coming to town. That was Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That's like a mashup of All I Want for Christmas is You and the original version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yes, I really like that about it. And thinking about how the spill... The spill factor. <laughs> and thinking again about how the Phil Spector album influenced some of the sounds on this one. Uh, I think it's great to hear. But of course, this song wasn't first done on the album. This song was written way back in 1934 by John Frederick Coots and Haven Gillespie. Gillespie, sorry, Haven, uh, who we've talked about many times before. It's all right, I'm sure he's not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's been covered by everyone from Frank Sinatra to the Jackson 5 to Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. But my favourite was, of course, Sam Nixon on the Pop Idol 2 Christmas album. Ah, Sam Sam and Mark. Yes. They're like a... uh... A Primark Anton Deck. Oh, not even Primark. What's lower than Primark? Like a home bar. Being in bargains, Anton Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely lads, though. I'm sure they are. Yeah. But that's that's. This is probably my favourite song on the album. Really? Because it combines the classic sounds of this this song with Mar- Mariah's more bon- modern approach. Yes. That was easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> so track number nine now hark the herald angels sing slash gloria brackets in excelsis dio (laughs) 
goodness me, I'm out of breath. That was probably the most traditional treatment uh, of uh, an older Christmas song on this album. Absolutely. And we sung it like we were on church in Midnight Mass, which of course we were last night, but individually. Yes, we were like choir boys desperately trying to impress the vicar. Mm, and I think I just had the edge on you. No, he definitely caught my eye. <laughs> well, never mind. That was, of course, Heart of the Herald Angels Sing and Gloria in Excelsis Dio. Heart of the Herald Angels Sing, uh, track by track favourite, of course, written in 1739, <laughs> uh, based on Luke, uh, verse 2, chapter 14. And Gloria, um, from Angels We Have Heard on High, written in 1862, uh, again, based on Luke, uh, verse, chapter 2, verses 8 to 15. And uh, Mariah, just her vocals on this song. Yeah. Just absolutely incredible. Belts out of the park, doesn't really she? Really, just the, the things that come out of her mouth. And the things that go in them as well. So this, uh, additionally on production duties, we missed him off the list before actually, uh, he also co-produced uh, Silent Night right at the beginning, uh, Loris Holland, who has also uh, done work with Lauren Hill, um, although actually it turns out that they didn't get along very well together, so he didn't appear on the finished product. <laughs> Dear. That's a shame. That's not the Christmas spirit. Lauren Paul drank. Yes. Which is lovely at Christmas. Uh, actually, looking back on this year, she was fantastic at Glastonbury. So we're on to the last track on the album, uh, and here we go. Deep breath, everybody. Track 10, Jesus, Oh What a Wonderful Child. was Jesus oh what a wonderful child wasn't he just an absolute cherub absolutely <laughs> that was the last track on the album lovely way to finish it did get a bit gospel I get oh, just relentless mm. gospel which was fantastic just even if you are feeling down if you even if you're feeling Scrooge like you can't help but feel uplifted by that sound so just a word on the performance of this album and it's fair to say it got average to poor reviews when it first really? came Really? So the Los Angeles Times gave it two out of four. Uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly gave it a C. And Q gave it three out of five. Q? Mm. I actually think that's quite uh, generous from them, actually. Uh, and so I think it's fair to say it was a very mixed reception yes. when it came out. I think you could argue now that its legacy lives on. All I Want for Christmas is You continues to be huge every year. I, I, you just can't imagine a time when it's not going to be huge, can you? Every every year, you know that when it gets to sort of October, you're going to start seeing that creeping up the iTunes charts, if you, if you look at that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's synonymous with Christmas, isn't it, that song? And it's so lovely listening to those songs today, on Christmas Day. Yes. To evoke that feeling of festiveness and it's reflection. Cool. Lovely to spend it together again, as we did last year. I know. My mother's gone mad. I've <laughs> been home for two years at Christmas. Oh. So that was the end of the Merry Christmas album. But we have, of course, got some further listening. And in the spirit of MC, 
that's Mariah Carey and Merry Christmas. Uh, we wanted to keep it to Mariah Carey Christmas songs. So, of course, there is this year's deluxe anniversary edition of the album to celebrate 25 years. But there was Merry Christmas to you. And there's been a few other bits and bobs as well. So, Will, I would love to invite you to go first. I'm going to go for a bit of a banger because it feels like normally in an episode we have something uh, that uh, really kicks off. But not so much yet so far. But I've gone for a track from uh, the deluxe version, the deluxe anniversary edition of Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas. This is the Mariah's new dance mix version extended uh, in 2009. This was from All I Want for Christmas is So someone obviously decided that they needed a dance version of this song for the discos, not realising the original was good enough. Yes. I mean, I think if you put uh, the original on in a nightclub, people would go crazy. But I do quite like this. It feels like, it feels very, I know it was, uh, was it 2009 you said? Mm. But it does feel quite true to the early 90s as well. I feel like, uh, almost like an almighty remix or something like that. It's uh, very danceable, very uh, I would say approachable, but I, what I actually mean is accessible. Accessible, yeah. And who doesn't enjoy getting a donk on at Christmas? Well, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. Dan, what have you gone for? So, I have gone for actually, it's not from the Merry Christmas to You album, it's from a film uh, called The Star. Uh, released back in 2017, just a couple of years ago. And this, uh, actually worth pointing out, actually, that a few years ago, All I Want for Christmas is You was turned into a computer animated film, um, which I haven't seen yet, but I do intend to. But The Star is a film about the um, the nativity, and Mariah Carey was asked to write the theme for it. So this is The Star. Great time to talk about that. Oh, we've, we've done, done that. it. I'm we've so sorry. We've already done it. It is, of course. It's another uh, a ballad, but it's it's very it's quite Disney-fied. This one, I think, and that's that's how the critics uh, saw it. Um, this was written by Mariah and Mark Shaman. Now, Mark is a composer and lyricist who's done a lot of film and Broadway work. He's done the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in the West End and Broadway. He's worked on the Hairspray score on film and the most recent Mary Poppins Returns film. Have you seen that? Yeah, loved it. Uh, but also he's done a couple of uh, things that are a bit outside of the box. So South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut. Did you see the film? Yes. I loved it. And also Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. And as it is that <laughs> special time of year, if we're very lucky... <laughs> or unlucky. We might just get to hear a little bit of Mr. Hanky's uh, iconic track. Mr. Hanky the Christmas Boy. Mr. Hanky 
is Pooh, small and brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes, squeezing tween your festive buns. A present from down below, spreading joy with a howdy ho. He's seen the love inside of you, cause he's a piece of Pooh. Sometimes he's nutty, sometimes he's corny, he can be brown or greenish brown. But if you eat fiber on Christmas Eve, he might come to your town. So disgusting. <laughs> Something we've all got to look forward to on Boxing Day there. That brings us to the end of our Christmas episode for 2019. Will, how are you going to spend the rest of the day? Uh, I'm just going to relax uh, with a tin of celebrations. Lovely. Uh, the Queen's Speech, Christmas Top of the Pops. Aww. And look forward to next week's episode. And next week's episode is a big one because it's our last episode of the decade. <laughs> Last episode of the decade, and uh, we're going out with a bang. Yes. Uh, we're going out with a boy band. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. no what are you doing? We've done it all wrong. We've done it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dan, can you give us a hint of a tease as to what's coming up next week? If I may. Next week, it is a five-piece who became a four-piece who went back to a five-piece American boy band. And this album was released 20 years ago, and the title of the album reflected that very significant time. So we will be back on New Year's Eve yes, uh, to share this album with you. Um, so do join us then. If you've enjoyed this episode, Merry Christmas, first of all, again. And uh, do let us know. Get on Twitter, hashtag track by track at Trash UK. I said that the wrong way round. I don't know why, but I'm going to keep it in like that. <laughs> Too much mauled wine. Yes, I think so. And if you'd love to give us a Christmas gift this year... There'd be no greater gift than giving us a review and a rating over on Apple Podcasts. And subscribe as well, if you haven't already. And subscribe. So, until next time, I've been Adolf Adam. And I've been Franz Zeva Gruber. Goodbye. Goodbye. And Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. <laughs>